I'm Aaron Gallo. I'm Marty Hogan. And I'm Eric Berry. And we're from the Starfleet Escape Podcast. And you're listening to another great Four Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's your good pal, Steve-O, from the 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about a wonderful designer we all know, uh, Revenge Lover. Illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. And just do yourself a favor and tell them Steve-O sent you. I know it really doesn't count for anything, but, I mean, come on. Who's gonna, who are you going to trust? You going to trust somebody else? No, you're going to trust me, Steve-O. Because, face it, I'm awesome. Greetings, everybody, from Comic Book Land. That's right, Kyle and Steve are back. We took a week off because it was the Thanksgiving weekend, which we'll talk about that. Hopefully everybody had a good one. Hopefully everybody had a safe Black Friday because it did get pretty crazy in the States. Um, Also, but we're going to talk about I binged watch the entire weekend, not this weekend, but the first weekend of Jessica Jones, so we'll talk about that. Also, um, Jimmy Kimmel decided to drop a little little bomb on us right before the – holiday uh, weekend, which was uh, the Civil War trailer, which Kyle and I will talk about. I have a feeling Kyle and I are not going to be friends at a certain point when this movie comes out, because he is Captain America and I am Iron Man, so we might have some bitterness against that. Uh, Kyle has some stuff to talk about with Comic Care, so we'll jump into that as well, and also has little little stuff he did during his, uh, his time away. Also, we're going to talk about something is finally coming and it's being worked on. We have a webpage again. So we'll talk about that. And also, if you haven't seen it yet, we'll talk about it, the uh, new logo for the Longbox cast. But without further ado, Kyle's going to drop a fat beat like it is, like on that MC and that MTV. Drop it like it's hot. Woo-woo! Yeah! Don't judge me. I'm judging. I'm judging very, very much right now. Steve was at a bar earlier. Welcome to another episode of the Longbox Cast. I'm, of course, Steve-O, and with my, I'm not going to even say sidekick, because Kyle's not a sidekick. If anything, Kyle, you know the sad part is, is as much as Kyle and I talk about us being, uh, you know, Captain America and Tony Stark, most of the time he's kind of a Tony, uh, Tony Stark when it comes to stuff, because he, like, bit, puts shits together and gets stuff ready. He's like, oh, yeah, look what I did. He's just like, look at my disposable income for this podcast, kind of. So. <laughs> Uh, I wish I had disposable income for this podcast. 
Don't we all? Don't we all? So, Kyle, uh, before we jump into the meat and potatoes of this show, that's right, I said meat and potatoes, you can find us on www.longboxcast.com, part of the 4i Radio Network, The Fern. For more information, visit 4iradio.com. To listen to the show, you can find us on 4iradio.com, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. Of course, this podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Dot com. And, Kyle, you can take it from here because I'm probably going to switch out my headphones right now because I don't like how this sounds. So, without further ado, Kyle. Thank you, Steve. And as you guys know, we are always proud supporters of Comic Car Comics. So, as you know, um, Comic Car Comics, basically, they take comic books to kids that need them in the hospital and whatnot. So... If you want to donate, you can. Well, here's the best part. It's December. Tax season's right around the corner, and if you donate comic books to Comic Care, it's actually a tax write-off, believe it or not. What? Yes, and here's the fun part. You actually write off the sticker price on the comic books. Basically, let's say it was a $2.99 comic because that's how much it says on the book, $2.99. Um, basically, if you just keep track of how much each book is worth on the book, you get like a one-third percentage of that. Ooh. So let's say you donate 100 books at $2.99. That's $300. One-third of that is 100 That's 100 bucks you get back. Not bad. Now, yeah, and if you don't live in Arizona where Comic Care is located at and you uh, have to mail it to them, guess what? The shipping, that's also a tax write-off. So Wait, that, so you're just saying – so basically what you're saying, when you give, you get. Exactly, actually. That's exactly what I'm saying is when you give books, you get money a couple months later. So I actually went through my collection and found a ton of books I actually plan on uh, donating to Comic Care. I also went to a comic book convention this past uh, – or about two weeks ago, nice. and basically I had twenty bucks in my pocket. I went up to someone who had do- uh, books for a dollar. Just found a bunch of kid-friendly books, and they were all stickered for like two ninety-nine, three ninety-nine, somewhere around that price range. And I just got my money back, basically. Very nice. Mm-hmm. You were more productive than I was. Well, I mean, I was planning on going to this convention anyways because uh, the original Black Power Ranger, Zach, was actually there, so I got to meet him. That was actually pretty cool. Were you like, so, you going to be in the new movie? (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm sure they get that a million times. I was just like, hey, how's it going? Can't wait to meet you. Can't wait to see you and everyone else at Power Morphicon. All that fun stuff. He's like, shit, I wasn't invited. (laughs) No, they still haven't announced all the guests yet. Yeah, you're like, this is awkward. Um, yeah. I'm going to go now. Thanks for the signatures. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, okay, so I, I want to dive into – now, I know you only get, like, a certain amount of time to talk to them and stuff like that. Now, right. is he working on any new product projects or doing anything uh, new? Or that I know of. I mean, a lot of the Power Ranger actors are actually just con goers now, and they just make their money from cons. Because, yeah. I mean – well. Let's see. I think he was charging thirty bucks for an autograph. Damn. 
thirty bucks for a picture or fifty bucks for an autograph and a picture. Ooh. So Kyle, you know what we need to do? We need to get famous and sell out. Nah, I'm good. Ah, oh, damn it. No. Because no. then you know people are gonna be like, "Oh, you sold out," and we're just never gonna hear the end of it. Uh, well, I would, but they'd be like, "Steve, you sold out." I'd be like, "Yeah, that was the plan." <laughs> but I don't. I'm doing what I. Okay, you ever say you want to be a doctor and then you change your major and then you're not a doctor? Well, then people remember when you said you were a doctor. Me, when I said I always wanted to sell out and now I'm selling out. At least I accomplished what I wanted to do. What are you oh, doing? No. I completely <laughs> understand. I, I went to school to be a graphic designer and I'm now a mechanic. That was a switch. Yeah, it wasn't really my choice. Well, Kyle, you can still be an artist. Let's let's do a Kickstarter paid for Kyle, the artist. Now I'm good. Man, no, what? People, keep your money. Donate that money to Common Care. Or you can just give it to Steve because he needs to do Christmas shopping. For Kyle. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's you're on the list. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, but what, I, what I've been telling a lot of people is like you might be getting a lot of belated birthday Christmas presents. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, shit, I gotta get you something now. No, you don't have to. No, dude, you've gotten me so much stuff. That's why I was like, I need to get Kyle. But the only problem is, is to actually get something for you because I don't know what you already have. Well, so. I'll do this. Uh, Hot Topic had a pop vinyl sale this past Ooh. weekend for Black Friday, and um, it was basically buy three for $25. Damn it. Yeah. And I picked up three. First up Ooh. is my favorite Disney character, Mulan. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Next up, Hot Topic exclusive, Daredevil. Nice. I keep and saying that, and I really wanted to get that one. This one was the Kamikaze Convention exclusive, U.S. Agent. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I had to get him. Very cool. Yes. So I'm quite happy with that. Um, yeah. So that's what I do have, so don't buy me those. Okay. Yes. So buy you a bunch of Captain Americas. Gotcha. I already have a Captain America up there. there. Do they have the Captain America when he gets shot? <laughs> With a bullet hole in the head? I don't know. If they have that one, I'll get you that one. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure you don't have that one. You're like, yeah. I want to remember Captain in a good way. And I'm like, here's the dead one. <laughs> nice. And you're like, you're nice. a dick. Um... Yeah, but no, I, I have to still do a little bit of my Christmas shopping. I did a Black Friday sale kind of for myself. I originally went in going looking for uh, for the horror podcast. I was going to review uh, Gremlins because that, mm -hmm. to me, is a Christmas movie because it takes place during Christmas. Yeah. So uh, looking for that, uh, I, I found that one. I also got Army of Darkness. Okay. Another good one. And then I found the Lego movie for, like, under 10 bucks. So Sweet. Now, speaking of Lego movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been playing the new video game, Lego Dimensions. Ah, yes. That game is very addicting. It's a lot like Disney Infinity, but with Lego figures instead. Um, they have a million and a half characters so far. Very nice. And the other half a million are coming out later. Uh, basically, it first starts off, it comes with Wild Style from the Lego movie, Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, and Batman from some shithole. Oh man, come on! Yeah, I went there. What are you gonna hey, do to be it? fair though, to be fair though, Batman might be a dick in that movie, but Superman's kind of a dick too to Green Lantern. So, <laughs> did, oh, did you know Superman's voiced by Channing Tatum? 
Yes. And that Green Lantern is voiced by Jonah Hill. Yes. And, and they're both from 21. Yeah, uh, 20... I, I, that's what I loved about it, too. Because, like, hey, buddy, he's like, could you anybody just get me out of here, preferably with Kryptonite? Um, I knew that was Jonah Hill, but I didn't realize that was Channing Tatum. So when I looked it up, I was like, oh, shit, that's awesome. Which I thought was great because if, you, if you've if you heard about the, the Lego Batman movie they'll be doing, it's uh, – what's his name? Will Arnett as Batman again from the Lego movie, but it's uh, going to be Michael Saris uh, to play Robin, and the two were from <laughs> Wrestling Development. So Nice. Well, um, basically, I won't go into the plot of the game, but it's got so many different characters. you got The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Uh, from that, you got Homer, Bart, and Krusty the Clown. you got <laughs> – Sorry. You got Lord of the Rings characters, obviously. From that, you got Gollum, Legolas, and Gimli, I want to say is his name. The the dwarf? Yes. Yeah, Gimli. Uh, from DC Comics, you have Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Batman, obviously. Um, those are the only ones out right now, but it is soon to come out is Aquaman, Superman, and that's it for DC um, from Lego Movie, I've got. I have uh, what's his uh, Emmett. Emmett. And Bad Cops also in the pack, but I haven't picked up Bad Cops. They got stuff. They got characters from Ninjago, uh, Chima, uh, Doctor Who is in it. Yes. Yeah, there's actually a fun part where uh, you actually start the Doctor Who level. And Batman and Wildstar are talking to the Doctor and Gandalf's in the background just touching all the equipment. Mm-hmm. He touches a button, and it instantly turns him into Gandalf the White, and then it quickly turns him back to Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. There's a bunch of hidden little Easter eggs and jokes. Um, there's Back to the Future stuff. Yes, I heard about um, that, too. Portals in it. Yeah, Lego went all out for this game, which was pretty oh. much like a... As soon as the Lego movie hit, like, it was a no-brainer idea with the marketing mm-hmm. they did for that movie. But yeah, um, I'd say there's definitely going to be a sequel to the game, because they definitely left it with a sequel. Ah. Um, fun fact, Robin is voiced by the uh, voice actor who does Robin in uh, um, the Teen Titans Go and Teen Titans cartoon. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they got um, Doc Brown, or... Not that round, but uh, Christopher Lloyd, Marty McFly is voiced by uh, Michael Fox. Y- yeah, um, all the doctors are voiced by uh, most of the doctor voices. Um, ev- uh, the guy who does Homer's voice does Homer. Krusty does Krusty. Uh, the only person that doesn't even talk is Bart, so I guess they couldn't find his actor. But what's funny is like if you have certain characters down to make jokes, like the Wicked Witch of the West. We'll uh, call Cyborg uh, Tin Man. If you have Batman and Krusty down, Batman will be like, ah, Joker, what do you... Oh, wait, sorry, wrong clown. <laughs> or if it, you have Batman and Bart down, he'll be like, is that the elusive Bartman I've been hearing so much about? No, <laughs> couldn't be. So they uh, have so many jokes between certain characters that I just want to constantly mix and match them all just to see what happens. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. That's yeah. such oh, a and Scooby Doo. Like Soinks, man. Like I'm surprised they didn't get me to do the voice. I <laughs> know oh, they got those voice actors. 
Except for Casey yeah, I know, but you could have paid me less, and I could have done two. So. Oh, plus, best... no offense to Matthew Lillard, I do a better Shaggy than he does. So, so the best joke of them all is if you have uh, the Jurassic World characters down, and you put Emmett down. Oh no! And then Emmett's like, "Hey, you look and sound very familiar, Mister Dino Man," because they're voice voiced by Chris Pratt. <laughs> and if you have any of the other Lego movie characters down with Chris Pratt's character from Jurassic World, they're like, you sound a lot like Emmett, but you're not the special. What gives? <laughs> oh, and that's it's, awesome. it's just too funny to just of all this stuff. Yeah, that's a game I really want to pick up, but I do not know. Not do I have the funds for the actual entire game, like the beginning set, but like I don't know if I can afford all those. Uh, oh, you know, dude, it's yeah. crazy expensive. Like fifteen dollars for just the fun pack, which is just an individual character. Twenty five dollars for a team pack, which I kind of call a buddy pack because it just sounds cooler, and it comes with just two characters and their vehicles. And then there's the level pack, which comes with a character and a whole level to play in the game, which costs like 30 bucks. Oh, man. So it is expensive, but I've only been buying the stuff with deals. Mm. Make sure I save money. Like, I only... I bought the starter pack for like 50 bucks. It's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you got a you got a good deal on that one then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the you same thing got, with the... Yeah, it's the same thing with the Marvel and stuff like that too. It's like I want to get the figures and stuff, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I also want to play the game and then I just saw the Star Wars stuff and I'm like, ugh, so... Well, I'll tell you this right now. Um, sorry for the pun, but Lego Dimensions is infinitely better than Disney Infinity. <laughs> Well, it's probably because uh, you could probably get away with more stuff, and you probably have more yeah, licenses. Yeah, you can so. mix and match characters to go into the game. And honestly, I think the main point of this game was just to shut other people up because they always want to say, hey, why don't you guys make a Simpsons video game? Why don't you make a Portal video game? Why don't you make a Scooby-Doo video game? Well, here they all are in one game. Yeah, which also now also helps Lego with sales because now they can release, like I think they release like a Scooby-Doo, like just Lego set, not even for the game, but just like normal lego sets now where they'll do like more and more of those so i'm pretty sure and i think i know the doctor who stuff is in the works now so and same with mm-hmm. and they already did like ghostbusters so oh ghostbusters is in the game too so yeah. yeah so yeah that was uh that's that game um loads of fun and there's plenty of do once you beat the story there's like so many extra things you have to do so oh, very nice so, Kyle, uh, what would you give LEGO Dimensions? I'd give it a 9 out of 10. Nice. Dude, that game is fun. I can play that forever. Nice. Okay, now I might have to, yeah, because I'm in, uh, I need to, yeah, I mean, I already have a couple of games that I picked up, but I have a shit ton of other games that I still need to pick up as well and stuff like that. But without further ado, uh, I want to talk about this. So, Kyle, uh, randomly a couple of weeks ago, was just like, Steve, send me a picture of your face. And I was like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, I told you. It's like, don't ask questions, just do it. <laughs> so I took a selfie of myself, which I, I, I don't know. I don't like taking pictures of myself. Usually my pictures turn out better when I'm not paying attention, like if someone else takes a picture of me or whatnot. But so I gave it's Kyle a picture. Yeah, no, so I gave Kyle a picture of myself, and then all of a sudden uh, he sends me a text with an image on it, and I click on it, and it was our brand-new logo for the Longbox cast, and I was, like, beautiful. 
Uh, well, it wasn't reference- instant. It was like a couple weeks later. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it was a couple of weeks later after that that all of a sudden Kyle sends me a t- He's like, hey, let me know when you're awake. And I'm like kicking some floozy out of my bed. And I'm like, what, what's up? What's going on? She's like, who's that? I'm like, it's your mom. Shut up. Um, <laughs> and then Kyle sends me this picture of the new Longbox cast logo. And I was like, this is phenomenal. This is perfect. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, it's Kyle as Captain America and me as uh, Tony Stark's uh, Iron Man. And uh, the artist, uh, I know we're going to give a shout out to because I have no idea who the artist is. But um, fantastic! It uh, uh, I was like, wow, this is a really good representation of myself. Like I was like, oh, I, I this was really good. And I remember showing it to somebody, they're like, it doesn't look like you. I'm like, shut up, we're we're not talking anymore. Um, I think the artist did a phenomenal job on it and whatnot. So, Kyle, where, how, and when did you figure you wanted to do this? Well, I've uh, had this guy do something for me before with uh, uh, Power Ranger stuff. He did uh, me as like a Deadpool Power Ranger. Wow, very nice. So I knew I had to have him do this because uh, I had been thinking about this for a while. And I'm like, you know what? Why don't I see if I can get him to do something for us? And he did a great job. His name is Nathan Blue. You can find him on Twitter at Shadow underscore Start underscore Blue. That's B-L-U. No E, just B-L-U. Um, but you can find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash blue doodles. That's B-L-U-D-O-O-D-L-E-S. He does amazing work. Basically, he just uh, takes, you you send him a picture of your face and he will do his, he does a great job of basically just recapturing your face into like a cartoon form and putting it onto like a superhero body. He mostly does Power Ranger stuff, but I have seen that he does love comic books. Because uh, he did a poster for Ranger Stop, which is another Power Rangers co- convention. And he did it in the style of Secret Wars. And put like oh. a bunch of characters in like the form of that. And no one had mentioned that. And I was like, is that Secret Wars? And he goes, yeah, that's exactly what that is. Thanks for noticing. No one else has noticed. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Because uh, I, I thought it was really cool. So I was like, you know what? I got to get him to do this for us. So I got him to do... Me as Cap and you as Iron Man, and I was blown away by it. I thought it was amazing. Which, uh, speaking of which, so we already presented the new uh, logo on the Twitter page and the um, Facebook page, stuff like that, and uh, retooling a couple of things. I I I I, I picked out uh, one to go on the website, which I'm still trying to redesign. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I realized how neglected this website was, even though I didn't have to log in for quite some time and trying to do it. But last episode that was on the webpage was episode 13. Oh, wow. That was even before I even joined. I think that's like the last episode me and my brother did before you joined. So episode 66 is what we're recording now. So already oh. I'm just like – Oh, guess what? What? I've been on the show for 50 episodes now. Yes. I started on episode 16. So, um, yeah, so uh, I'm slowly piecing that together. Right now I'm having a – trying to figure out the template. Uh, a template I – because Arcade Bros is up and running again, and that looks really good. And I'm like, okay, I want to make Longbox Cast look, you know, really good as like that, but I also want to make it different, not the same exact, like, template. I haven't had any luck of finding a template that I like, so bear with us. We are slowly building that website up and stuff like that. I've already spoken to Kyle where we're going to talk about, like, whether or not we'll talk about – 
if it's a movie that's been out for a while, maybe we'll review it, such as a comic book movie. Uh, we'll put reviews on the websites, comic book reviews, what's coming out, you know, maybe our top ten, like, superhero picks. You know, we'll try to keep it active so people can come to the website and have something new to look at, hopefully, every day. So uh, so the webpage is under construction. I will be getting all the shows up as soon as possible and trying to retweak it and stuff like that. So um, how old the page was, we were with a old uh, comic book uh, charity that we do not associate with anymore after I found out the bad news and bad blood with them. Uh, that was pretty horrific once I found that out. But, yeah, I put the new uh, Raven Design logo on there and also the new Comic Care uh, logo as well that should hopefully link you directly to their page. So, But, yeah, so the web page is up and running but is still under construction. It is uh, – it's basically we 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 sketched it out, but there's no inker yet. We'll just leave it at that. Um, you mean a tracer? Tracer, yes. Um, a glorified <laughs> tracer. Um <laughs> Nice. But yeah, so uh, and other than that, uh, you have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, spent it with uh, the in-laws and whatnot. Now, was this the first Thanksgiving as you as a married man? No, this is the first Thanksgiving of me as a homeowner. Ah. Yes, last Thanksgiving was our first Thanksgiving together as married couple. Okay, okay, I can't keep track of you kids. That's all I've been noticing now. Kids are. Uh, Everyone's like, I'm getting married. I'm having a kid. Like everybody's Facebook post on Molly. I'm sitting here waiting for my next assassin kill in Assassin's Creed Syndicate. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I have a dark, weird presence going on because the only lamp that's in my bedroom is uh, behind me. <laughs> I don't have an overhand lamp. And the reason why I'm sitting at my desk is I finally cleaned it. Nice. So yeah, I, I go for the two face look right now. Oh, I like I like yours. Mine just looks like I'm just some kind of weird like. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so I finally cleaned my desk, so hopefully I'm doing a lot more stuff at my desk lately, which is nice. I put a bunch of my memorabilia on the desk as well. I have uh, – I just dropped it, but I have a a Goomba. Nice, nice. Um, I have a Fallout Pit Boy. I have this nice little uh, hoverboard now. Hmm. Back to the future. Um, So, yeah, a lot of of stuff, yeah. Also, also the best part – best part – on my desk. <laughs> nice. Very nice. So I'm finally happy that I have a space for all this kind of whimsical stuff. You know what? I think I just got an idea for your Christmas present. Cool. Ooh. All right. Um, <laughs> I know it wasn't, it had nothing to do with the Iron Man I just showed you. It's actually something okay. I didn't show you that's on my desk. That I'm like, you know what? I don't think he has one of these. So I think I'm going to look into it. Um, yeah. Oh, so uh, before we go any further, I just want to talk about uh, something. When I was flipping through my books, for Comic Care, I found a couple of my old books and I thought I'd share with you because I thought they were kind of cool. Um, this one here, Deadpool issue number 51 uh, came out it was during his first run. Fun fact, the color of this book, uh, we interviewed him a while back. What? Yes. Wait, we had an actual celebrity on the show? Yeah, I, inter- yeah I interviewed him a while back. Oh, okay. Like episode 30-something. Check it out, guys. Um, we're, we're famous for a second. I also found X Factor number five, which is technically the first appearance of Apocalypse, but ah. it's a cameo appearance, so it's not worth nearly as much as number six. Because ah. number six is the one where it's at. Number five is just a quick little cameo. It's only worth like thirty bucks. And this thing here seems so much more, so many many better days that it's just not even worth anything. Um, this is my absolute favorite Flash comic book. 
Ooh. done by Michael Turner. Oh, Michael Turner. Signed oh. by him, too. Ooh, that's um, that's got to be pretty, because Michael Turner is no longer with us, unfortunately. Um, unfortunately. In fact, I do have that. Uh, ooh, that's probably going to go up in price, isn't it, when that movie comes out? I just realized um, the Civil War poster I have. Yeah. Um, plus all the Civil War comics I owned mm-hmm. before the actual um, movie release date. But, yes, yeah, so, yeah, Michael Turner was a great – it really sucked because he had a really good comic uh, series going. I think it was with Dark Horse. Uh, no, um, he had his own – it was with uh, Aspen Comics. That was it. Okay. I couldn't remember because it's always one of those bizarre, like, things. But, yeah, and then, like, halfway through, of course, he passed away of cancer. Yeah. Um, but he was uh, – someone else was able to take over for him and, I guess, finish off the uh, saga. I'm trying to remember the name of that comic now. It was, like, Soul? Hmm. I'm going to say Soul Fire, but I think I'm yeah, completely way like off on that. And then this book right here was my very first comic book ever that I bought off the shelf. Teen Titans number six. Ooh, yeah. I saw the cover and I saw Justice League versus the Teen Titans, and this was back when Justice League Unlimited was going on. The Teen Titans cartoon was going on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the coolest thing ever! I have to pick this book up and see. Oh yeah, man! And ever since then, I have been hooked on comic books. February of 2004, but I think this was like a back issue, so I picked up probably a little bit later. No, but still a good, good find and stuff like that. Oh, um, I have not caught up on my reading, but I did finally get all the Invader Zims that are up to date right now. So Nice, nice. I actually did pick up books last week, so I do have a few books. So Kyle's Comic Books of the Week! What happened in Kyle's Comic Book Corner? Uh, I, I can't. Dude, it's been like a year and a half since I did a show, man. Come on. Okay. Um... This one I haven't read yet, but I had to pick it up just because. Oh, shit. That did come out. Damn it. <laughs> I got to get that. Dark Knight 3. Oh, man. I have, I, yeah, I have the first two the, uh, the, the, in trade paperback, the Dark Knight Returns and the Dark Knight Strikes Back. Um, artist on that, is it Frank Miller or is someone else doing the art? Let's see here. Um... Retailer variant cover. Okay, here we go. Based on the Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller. Story by story by Frank Miller and Brian Azzarello. Pencils by Andy Kubert. Inks by Klaus Danson. Colors by Brad Anderson. So Andy Kubert's at least doing it. So that's something. Yeah, that's good because I know Frank Miller. I think he drew the last ones, and Frank Miller just has a unique kind of art style. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's oh, hey, look, Wonder Woman. Sweet. Still hot as always. Um, now I'm just flipping through it real quick just to see. Um, there's actually attached in a little miniature comic book for the Atom, but I'm going to leave that there because, kids, if you ever see a comic book with something attached on the inside, never take it out because if that book ever becomes worth something, it'll be worth more um, with the stuff that's attached. That's a pretty fancy. Now, is that a really, is that like a, almost like a hardcover book? Um, kind of. It kind of feels like one, but it's not. I mean, it's still pretty thin. Okay, yeah, but it just looked, I just noticed like it looked like it had more uh, more support to it than a normal comic book. Yeah. Nah. Um. Oh, that's awesome! Damn it, that came out. Okay, I have to pick that up. Shit. Yeah. So I picked that up. I haven't read it yet. Although it's just flipping through it, and it looks pretty damn fucking good. So I might actually read that. This one I've been hearing really good reviews about, so I had to pick it up and. I was not disappointed. This is probably one of the best books I've read in a while. Invincible Iron Man number one. 
Okay, Kyle, you're throwing me for a loop right now. You just picked up a Dark Knight comic book and an Iron Man comic book. Are we switching places here? Am I going to go to the comic book shop and just start reading Captain America and Superman? What's going on here? Are we? Are you Bizarro, Kyle? No, don't worry. I picked up a Deadpool book, too. Okay. Well, I like Deadpool, too. <laughs> Damn it! No! All right, basically... I'm, ta- this is what's happening. I'm talking with Earth 2, Kyle. Fuck Earth 2, Kyle. I killed him a while ago. I'm Earth 52. Oh, man. Yeah. This is what happens so, when you don't invent a portal. Basically, um, issue number one, Tony Stark, he's in his lab. Uh, no one's seen him in a while. He's basically just working on a new Iron Man suit, and he basically combines all the Iron Man suits into one. Nice. He says, I finally found a way to merge all my different armor modes into one. Armor that can change shape and color scheme based on mission stats. Armor not attached to my biology in that way that freaks just about everybody out, but is completely attached to my brain synopsis. Uh, yeah, so it's really sweet. Uh, basically, the first issue, he, as soon as he gets done with it, he's like, I gotta take this out for a test drive, and his robotic assistant Friday's like, no, you can't, because we have to charge, and it's gonna take about three hours, plus you have a date in an hour, so he's like, oh, shit, okay, yeah, let's get on to that. So my part is, is you replace that with me not flying in armor and just sitting down to play a video game for three hours, mm-hmm. and it's like, but and minus the date. So it's almost now, like my life. Now, and what's pretty funny is, uh, uh, basically they're on top of Stark Tower. He goes, and she's like, "Okay, now will you admit it, Mister Stark?" And he's like, "What? Admit what?" And she goes, uh, "Cater dessert at the top of your skyscraper slash superhero clubhouse. Are you trying to impress me?" And he's like, if I was trying to impress you, Doctor, I'd have Thor accidentally stop by. And then uh, she's like, funny, but I'm pretty sure I'd li- I would leave if uh, you did that. So then, like, the next page, you see Thor just slowly starting to come down. This is the female Thor. And then he turns around and is like, no, 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 j- just go away. Just get off the head. <laughs> Over the- and then she just flies away real quick. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, this uh, them talking. Uh, sh- you find out that she actually created a gene to basically get rid of the mutant gene from mutants, oh. and but she hasn't told anyone except for Tony Stark now. And it's basically a harmless way to get rid of the mutagen gene, but you know she hasn't told anyone because she knows that it would pretty much destroy the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, then it goes into the whole. Madam Mask is trying to rob uh, Dr. Doom's place for something. Tony Stark flies down there to try and stop him, but uh, meets resistance at the end of the page. Uh, Dr. Doom shows up, but he looks normal. Ooh. Yes. So, thankfully, I picked up issue number two because this thing was so good, I had to read the next issue. Yeah, that's what happened with me with Invader Zim. It stopped at a really good point, and I was like, I don't have issue two, but I have issue three and four. This is great. So (laughs) issue two, you did read that one? Yes, I did read issue two. And basically he goes, you're not Victor Doom. He's like constantly not believing it's Victor Doom because Victor Doom looks normal. He doesn't have his mask. His face isn't burned beyond repair. Uh, But he's still a magician and whatnot. So he says... uh, and so Doom's finally like, okay, if you don't believe me, you and I once time traveled back to the days of King Arthur and had quite a rousing adventure. I always look back on those on that quite fondly. Iron Man's like, you tried to murder me and leave me there. And he's like, I said I look back on it fondly. I didn't say you did. 
Victor. And then you see his armor transform into the Hulkbuster Iron Man, so that's in his suit too. Ooh. So I found, and basically now that Doom's like trying to make Iron Man trust him, he's like, "Look, you just need to trust me on this. Um, you need to stop." Madam Mask, she's basically terrorizing. She's up to no good. She doesn't know what she's getting into. So, yeah. Overall, it was actually a pretty good uh, uh, two issue so far. Issue three's out, so I'm going to pick that up next to the other comic book store. But now, 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 is this uh, is this all taking place right after everything that happened with that short, like kind of reboot uh, that Marvel did with the uh, with the Infinity War, Secret Wars? Yes, Secret Wars. Yes, uh, yes. All this takes place after Secret Wars, even though Secret Wars hasn't finished because they're late. Mm. Thankfully, they sounds like really my ex girlfriend. If she's late, then uh, you got bigger problems, buddy. That's why I said ex girlfriend. Still got some problems. I'm good. She lives in Canada. Doesn't everyone's made-up girlfriend live in Canada? It's just sad. I wish they were made-up sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, um, Anyways. (laughs) Brian Michael Bendis uh, did the uh, writing for it, so Mm. you can definitely know know it's going to be a great book. Very nice. I'll have to pick that up. That's just started, because I've been trying to jump into some Marvel stuff lately, Mm -hmm. so I think Iron Man will be a good one to jump into. Yes. Yes. And then I picked up a Deadpool book. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to drop Deadpool. It's just not grabbing me. <gasps> what? You are Bizarro Kyle. And then the final book I picked up was The Black Knight, number one. Black Knight? What is, what is The Black Knight? What is this? Yes, Black Knight. He is a superhero. This is the first time I've heard of him. Really? Except for that Martin Lawrence movie they made of him. Here's a better image of him right here. Oh, now I've seen the character. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, uh, from the start, Black Knight has always been a villain, uh, but then he was always an Iron Man villain, but then, you know, he kind of... When that character passed away, he gave the mantle of the Black Knight to his son, who decided to become a hero, actually have his first appearance... Um, basically, Black Knight takes place all the way back in King Arthur time, and then eventually just uh, goes forward. Hmm. But it actually starts off on the uh, Doom world that Doom had created for Secret Wars, and it looks like Black Knight is actually still on this planet. Oh, yeah? And in the one called, I want to... Weird World, I believe is what it's called. Uh, Yeah, Weird World. And uh, basically him and a bunch of other knights and whatnot are just fighting a bunch of demons and stuff. And it was pretty cool. And then you find out that he's just recording his thoughts on to a recorder about his life. So this way it goes on. I'm trying to see right here. Um, they find a uh, U.S. or a World War II U-boat. And so they're on it, and uh, they're scavenging for parts, basically, and he finds a little chest, and it says U.S. Army on it. He opens it up, and sure enough, there's a Captain America wants you button in it, and he's like, (laughs) figures. Because, you know, he worked with Captain America and the Avengers. 
Um, he's basically found a bunch of different weird uh, earth artifacts that he has in his storage, which are basically useless. It looks like he actually has a Star Wars pinball machine in there. Nice. Good tie in there, Marvel and Disney. Well, it's hard to see because it's kind of just like etched through, but if you look right there, it kind of looks like it says Star Wars, and then it's got the Rebel logo right there. Oh, that's and... totally Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, don't, yeah. Even try, don't even try to bullshit me, Marvel, with that. It's Star Wars. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then he gets haunted by one of his past Black Knight ghosts. Mm. Um, and then all of a sudden, the Avengers show up at the end. I'm trying to see right here. Oh, which, is, uh, which is actually the Uncanny Avengers, which has the Human Torch, uh, Old Man, Captain America, Doctor Voodoo, um, Quicksilver, Rogue, and Deadpool. Hmm. So should be interesting, but that's definitely a book maybe picking up. Ah, very nice. So Black Knight is a win. Deadpool is a disgrace yeah. to society. I wouldn't call it disgrace to society. It's just I don't know. The old Deadpool books used to be good. It's just now people are trying too hard. I'd say. How about this, Kyle? Why don't you and I pitch an idea to Marvel saying, like, look, let's pull and we'll, uh, we'll give it back its shine. Oh, no, I'd probably overdo it, too. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I'd just be like, dude, Kyle, just base everything off of me. We're good. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to write a lonely book. It won't be. Okay, first off, not only will it be lonely, <laughs> but it will be funny, though. Leave me. I've been working on my own sitcom, and it, the thing writes itself. It's pretty funny. Look, look Steve, lonely, sad, it, it really doesn't matter. It's still just going to be, no. Doesn't, hey, my Uncle Steve pilot episode will be picked up soon by NBC. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Uncle Steve? Yeah, Uncle Steve. It's basically, me mo- it's basically me moving in with my uh, best friend from high school since uh, he has a wife and kids and stuff like that because I'm the deadbeat guy who doesn't have anything anymore. Is this actually stuff. happening? It do, do. The, the, I'm writing it. It's just, I don't know if it's happening. Oh, oh, I thought it was like actually happening in your life. I thought you lost your apartment and you were getting ready to move No, 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 no. Oh. See, that's what I like to, I like to make it, because that's more, that's a lot funnier, because it's like, it's like, Steve, could you watch the kids tonight? I'd be like, I don't know, I am bringing hookers over. And the thing <laughs> just writes itself. So. so it's basically almost like two and a half men. Yeah, but better. <laughs> Like, with actual jokes. Hey, that show was pretty funny in the beginning. Yeah, but then what happened? Charlie Sheen got AIDS. My show won't give you AIDS. Oh, too soon. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. If anyone is still listening to this, kudos to you. Kudos to you. It's an endurance challenge for most kids. If anyone is still listening, just send us a tweet saying or with hashtag I made it there. No, we have an actual hashtag that I created called We Have Issues. Hashtag diggle me this. Well, that's it. So use all, those, use all those hashtags together, and we will know you've made it this far. If no one tweets at us, then we know that you stopped listening as soon as you heard the theme song. Then, well, at least people like the theme song. Exactly. That's the only reason why I listen to this show. 
But anyway, so Kyle, now that you're done with all your, now you got me wanting to go back out and get comic books. I mean, you've Do been it. wanting me to, but now since like all these new reads and everything like that, so I definitely got to pick up Dark Knight and Iron Man. So Black Knight. let's see what and Black Knight. That does actually sound interesting. I do like the sound of that. But uh, without further ado, before we jump into the shows this week, Kyle and I have to talk about something that dropped that uh, came as an early Christmas present to most of us nerds: uh, the Civil War trailer. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, let's just set this up to – basically, I woke up that morning. And I was like, I posted a trailer to the Facebook page. Go! <laughs> um, and believe me, made my day. Made my day. Well, the only reason why I did that was because I'm like, okay, if I don't tell him now, he's going to see it, and then he's going to post it to the Facebook page. And somehow that's going to get more views than the one I posted, even though I posted mine first, that jackass. Kyle, okay, the reason why I get more likes is because people think I'm Tony Stark, so... They can't tell who's posting what. Yeah, they can, because at the bottom I put, I'm awesome, so they know. (laughs) Okay, fine, whatever. But (laughs) maybe that's what I just need to do. I'm not even going to bother with your stupid logic. (laughs) Damn it, Steve. But yeah, so the trailer hit, and it was pretty freaking awesome. I'm still disappointed there was no Spider-Man. Well, like you said, and Kyle's usually pretty good at predicting. I'm starting to believe Kyle is a superhero. He's Nostradamus, because uh, he can predict the future. I'm uh, a vampire? No, not... not What's it called? Vastorat? Wait. Nosferatu? Not Nostradamus. Nostradamus is a guy who could like predict the future sometimes. Um, right. If people, okay, people will know what I'm talking about. If they don't know what I'm talking about, then I I failed at life. Um, but yes, so uh, Kyle's pretty good at predicting stuff. Like he'll ta- say a couple of things like way weeks in advance, and then the show will premiere, and then we'll be like, "Damn it, Kyle was right." Uh, so Kyle, Kyle, I'm, this is why I'm giving Kyle the credit because I don't want to say it and everyone think, "Oh, Steve was right." No, no, no. It has nothing to do with Kyle. Said probably during the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is literally in February, right before Captain America will be released in May. So it gives us a couple of months. He says they'll probably have a brand new trailer for the Super Bowl, and it will probably have Spider Man in it. So, um, so you heard it here first. So if Kyle's right, he's right. If he's wrong, then it doesn't really matter because if he's wrong, most of you probably didn't listen to the show anyway. So it's kind of a win-win for us. So, um, but yeah. So, but I did like all the little memes that did come out afterwards, where it had a bunch of the cool superheroes. I was like, crap, 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 crap. Show me more pictures of Spider-Man. So, um, so good stuff. So, what did you like about the trailer? Um, um Black Panther. Duh. Damn, did they nail that character or what? Yes, oh my gosh. Just the armor suit and everything. It's like, holy fuck. It's awesome looking. Yeah, no, I love it. Uh, So they nailed that character. Um, We got to see a little bit of the setup. Um, It's kind of crazy. As dumb as it sounds, as as much as we've already seen all these characters pretty much kind of together, like in the Avengers movie and stuff like that. But... uh, now kind of pulling all the universes together. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, now we didn't see Ant-Man yet, but I know he's in it. Uh, um, what's it called? Uh, the whole thing with Iron Man and War Machine, where it looks like War Machine got the crap beat out of him. Yeah, did you see the one scene where he's just like kind of like laying there? Yeah. And uh, Tony just kind of is just like over him. I was like, oh shit, did they kill off War Machine? They probably didn't kill off War Machine because it's unless... Uh, then again, I don't know because Bucky... 
doesn't really care. I mean, I know he's kind of in his state of weirdness right now where he doesn't mm-hmm. know what to do. So he might kill people because, mm-hmm. but I know Captain America won't kill people. All right. Now what I'm kind of hoping for with uh, the movie that like it opens up with, you see the new team that you saw at the end of age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see the new team actually working together for like the very first, like five minutes, like on a mission or something. So this way you actually get the idea of them actually being a team and then having the team be torn apart mm-hmm. because obviously War Machine goes with Tony. Yes. Then you have Scar- Vision goes with Tony as well. Yes, Vision goes with Tony. Scarlet Witch goes with Cap. Hawkeye goes with Cap. Black Widow goes with Tony. Um, Falcon obviously goes with Cap. And uh, Winter Soldier goes with Cap. The only big question is who does Spider-Man go to? I think Spider-Man's going to be probably going with Tony. Uh, Get the they, Iron Spider and then switching. Yeah, if, they, if they're actually really going to play it off of the comic book or at least take some elements from the comic books, it'll yeah. probably be like Spider-Man. Most likely is the Registration Act will come out. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man will just appear and Spider-Man's like, well, I don't know what well, to do. Here's the thing. Spider-Man is the only hero who has an actual secret identity out of the whole group. That is true. So he well, so does, does – yeah. Because uh, they actually, uh, the ca- actor who's playing Spider-Man was actually in an interview, and he was basically saying, you know, this is a big choice for Peter because he doesn't actually – he's the only one with a secret identity. So it comes down to, you know, what's he going to do and whatnot, and I think it should be really interesting. Now, did you see the big cameo appearance in the trailer? Which, uh, which Thunderbolt? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't recognize it was yeah, him so, at first until like I watched it again. I'm like, wait a minute, that's Thunderbolt Ross. Holy shit. Yeah, so General Thunderbolt Ross is uh, back, and the last time we saw him in this new Marvel reboot was the Incredible Hulk movie, and is also played by the same person who played him in that. So mm-hmm. they did – so surprisingly, because that movie is actually done by Universal. Well, so was uh, so, Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Those are well, they're Paramount before. Yes, but they were Disney bought them. Yes, but Marvel was still planning on doing the whole Avengers movie thing before Disney bought them. Mm. So they, those were actually, you know, like um, uh, basically Marvel had made a deal with them, saying, "Hey, create this movie for us. Make sure it has these elements because we're planning on using them for us or something like that." But all in all, I mean, they were all, um, yeah. So what I'm really curious about, so we've already seen most of these characters interact with each other before. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm curious about is adding some of the new elements to it. So we're going to have Scarlet, you know, Scarlet Witch, Vision, Ant-Man. Um, uh, don't get me wrong, even though Falcon was in, like, the end of Avengers, mm-hmm. uh, we haven't really seen him interact with the entire kind of team. So it is going to be interesting to see where all this stuff goes. Um, now, mm-hmm. do you think uh, do you think they are going to kill off Cap? <sighs> I think so. Now, this is the weird part. So if they do kill off Captain America, now what does that tell you about Avengers now uh, Infinity War that will be coming out? Because apparently that means if we lose Captain America, and we're probably going to be losing Thor as well before that comes out. I have a feeling they're going to be taking part in the comic books. I have a feeling uh, Bucky's going to take the mantle of Captain America. Mm-hmm. Like he did. And then... Uh, Maybe actually we might get a female Thor. 
And do you think this is all going to happen in this Marvel universe, or are they going to do something where, when Tony Stark tar- starts talking to Star Lord and realizing there's a time stone to go back in time and save these characters? I don't know. But uh, speaking of Star Lord, uh, there's they kind of uh, hinted or someone uh, leaked out who possibly might be Star Lord's father. Yes. Uh, it was actually Bradley Cooper. I heard it was uh, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, was it Zach Galifianakis? Yeah. Huh. No, actually, uh, Captain Marvel. Yes. The male. The, the male version. Soldier. Not the Carol Danvers version, but the original Captain Marvel. They're saying it's probably going to be him. So we'll uh, yeah see what happens, but yeah. So Civil War hit like next year is going to be well. Technically, towards the end of this year, it's going to be ridiculous. Uh, we're going to be getting Star Wars in less than a month now. Uh, uh, less than like like two weeks or some. Yeah, that's why I said less than a month. That's still less than a month. Uh, then in February we get hit with Deadpool. Yeah, we do. Then March we get the Batman v Superman movie. Man. Then Mar- uh, May we get the Captain America's Civil War. Fuck yeah. Then in the August, is anything coming out in July and June? Hold on, I can look shit up. But I know, movie-wise, I know in August that we get the Suicide Squad. So it's going to be a big year coming up pretty shortly soon for us. But yeah, we're going to hit get hit with one big movie after another. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dub, uh, also in May is the... Um, X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah, it is. That, honestly, that one's been flying under the radar. It has. It really has. If, I mean, they showed us a couple of stuff that we were impressed with. I think they had a teaser trailer at Comic-Con that we got to see a little bit of it. Um, but, yeah, they haven't – yeah, it's been really flying under the radar. And then I know they've been in talks with Hugh Jackman for the last Wolverine hmm. movie. So. Here we go. Um, Let's see here. Let's see. Basically, all things movies coming out in 2016. Uh, Allegiant. Assassin's Creed. Oh, that's right. Civil War, Deadpool, Suicide Squad, uh, Batman v Superman, Finding Dory, Doctor Strange, Fantastic Beasts, Star Trek Beyond. Oh, shit. The next Star Trek comes out next year? Damn. Now, uh, now You See Me 2. Now You See Me Don't 3. Yeah. Uh, Rogue One, which is a uh, spinoff from Star Wars. That's right, yes. X-Men Apocalypse and Gambit. Oh, that's right. So we – I'm not going to have any money. Yeah, no money for us. But we will have a lot of show content, so. Maybe. I make Rage quit after a while. Of the show? Possibly. Okay, well, then I'll just uh... – I'll find another Kyle to substitute for you until you come back. That's that's my theme. Every time a Kyle leaves, I have to replace. It's like Doctor Who. I'm just replacing them with a new Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't I supposed to just be a replacement until your brother came back? No, actually, my brother left the show, and I needed a. Oh, I so needed a he did rage quit. Yeah, he he rage quit like a motherfucker. Um. But, uh, yeah, no, 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 you, uh, you came on board and I thought we had good chemistry and that's why I was like, I like Kyle. 
So <laughs> I had nothing. Actually, no, I, I never intended you to just be like, uh, like you're going to hold my brother's space until he comes back. Cause I already knew he wasn't coming back. So, uh, Oh, we got a little bit off topic now. So, uh, yeah, Civil War trailer looks freaking awesome. Can't wait for it. Um, still love the line where he's like, I'm sorry, Tony, but he's my best friend. And, you know, Tony's like, so was I. And then you're also kind of like, were they really? Yeah. But, I mean, at first when I, when I heard that, uh, I'm going to admit, my heart broke a little bit. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I feel bad for Tony Stark. But then yeah, I thought no. about... And then I thought about it for a second. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, shit. Oh, Thank damn. You. Power went out. Nah. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm going to edit that out. Or maybe not. I don't know. My lamp just fell. Shit. Okay. So that failed after one try. So what was I saying? Uh, Civil War with Captain America with the friend thing. Yeah, uh, like like I said, I felt bad afterwards, but then it kind of like dawned on me for a second. I'm like, wait a minute, they never were friends. Um, they basically hated the Tony Stark. Constantly made fun of him the entire time and whatnot. Yeah, basically the first movie they were not friends, but then they realized they needed to work together and stuff like that. The second one they seemed to have a little bit of a like you know they got along a lot better in the very beginning, but then as soon as Ultron like came into the picture, it was all like you created Ultron, you're a da- dick. He's like you're a dick. I was trying to save the world. It's like well you created a monster. He's like yeah, that's besides the point. Like it was really just kind of like this. I would say their relationship was like really a love hate relationship where. They tolerated each other, but they really loved hating each other more. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, I feel like Captain America and Tony Stark were like, uh, Steve Rogers and Tony Stark were more like, they see each other in the hall like, hey, buddy, what's going on? But as soon as they're sitting with the other Avengers, they're like, yeah, Captain America, he's a joke. Yeah, Tony Stark, he's a blowhard. Like, I guarantee it was like that. <laughs> So, but yeah, but uh, yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. But let's talk about the show that just was released about two weeks ago. Yeah, so we yeah, finally got I another. I just finished it last night. Sweet, perfect. So I binge watched the weekend it came out. I nice. I could not stop. Basically, it was like Daredevil, where oh. I was just like, oh my god. So of course we got a hit with Daredevil at the beginning of this year in April, which was a phenomenal show, which was great. Then Jessica Jones came out, and Jessica Jones. What I liked, what I like about the shows, they're both really gritty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're both two different stories, and I think it works out great for both of them. And then it's just oh, yeah. to me interesting just to see, like, how are these two going to mesh together, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But what I liked about Jessica Jones, it dealt more with the superpowers, um, mm-hmm. and not so much like super, like everybody was doing superpower stuff, but it had more of that in it, um, which was kind of cool. Like, they didn't really bury the lead on it. Like, of course, I love, they have a bunch of Easter eggs in it, which I'm pretty sure oh. Kyle and has found them and was all like, I have them all on a list. Uh, Maybe. But, uh, yeah, the actress who's playing Jessica Jones, phenomenal. Uh, Luke Cage was perfect. Um, funny part is, never seen Doctor Who with David Tennant. Mm. And I kind of don't want to because I really enjoy him as a villain. See, I've seen him as a villain and a hero before I watched this. and Because I've watched Doctor Who. 
He's amazing in Doctor Who. And then he was also one of the Harry Potter movies, and he was he played a villain. Wait, what? Yeah, he was uh, he was the guy that took the place of Mad Eye Moody in the fourth movie. Holy crap! <laughs> Are you? Oh my! I had no idea that was David Tennant. Yeah, that was David Tennant. So, just and I saw the movie just a couple weeks before, and I'm like, oh my god, David Tennant makes a, an amazing villain. I cannot wait to see him at in Jessica Jones. I'm sorry, so my I'm mind is fucking blown right now. <laughs> I can't comprehend stuff right now. Okay, proceed. What? <laughs> yeah. Now. Now, Love. now, I, I did make a joke. Uh, speaking of villains and stuff, I did make a joke. So every time a doctor has to regenerate, does the other doctor die off, or does it just become a Marvel villain? Ooh. Well, we only actually had two as Marvel villains. I understand that, but we still have time. Yeah. So, anyways, the show was great. Um. Yeah, I don't know where. To, oh, Patsy Walker was. Probably my favorite character out of the whole thing. Patsy Walker. Fresh. Yes. Um, fuck, yeah. Um, everybody in that uh, show, I think, did a really good job. And apparently, um, I think it's it, – uh, yeah, Trish. Is she supposed to be in uh, – uh, she's like a representative with Iron Fist, isn't she? No. No, I'm thinking of the – never mind. I'm yes, thinking of the lawyer. lawyer. The lawyer, the lawyer right. is actually a lawyer for – uh, Danny Rand, who we will see eventually after the Luke Cage series. Uh, what do you think of Luke Cage? Oh, he was amazing. Um, my favorite. Okay, I, now we are going to have some spoilers here, so if you haven't seen the the show. Uh, what the fuck are you doing listening to that? Let's go watch that. Um, I love it when he gets into the bar fight. And the one guy hits the bottle over his head, and it just breaks. And you just see Luke Cage like does this eye roll, like really, mm-hmm. like it was. Oh man, just everything about it was was perfect. Um, now, my favorite part with Luke Cage is right after they get done having the angry sex, oh yeah, sex, and he's like, "Sweet Christmas." Oh yeah, is is uh, is his signature line, and I wasn't sure if they were gonna be able to do it because I mean, like that was. It makes sense in comic books. It's it's fine in comics, but when you do in like an actual show, you're trying to be like more modern. You're not going to say "Sweet Christmas" while you're fighting someone. So the fact that he actually said it right after sex actually was perfect. Yeah, I think they did a really good job. But yeah, surprisingly, I was like, as much as I love the story and stuff like that, I'm like, it's so as bad as it sounds. Like DC has been doing a lot of TV shows. Uh, you got mm-hmm. The Flash, you got The Arrow, you got Supergirl, and they're even trying to tie all that stuff in together, which we'll talk about that at the end of Jessica Jones, if you did not hear about some of these stories that I don't know if they're rumors or true or whatnot, but you watch these Marvel shows, and you're just like, damn, Marvel knows how to make a gritty freaking show. It's just, mm-hmm. It just makes you kind of wish that you're like, Arrow could be a lot grittier, and it could be done very well, but it's on the CW. You just kind of wish that some of these shows you'd like, could you – hey, DC, just strike a deal up with uh, <laughs> with uh, Hulu or Netflix. Like, give us something that's fucking mm-hmm. dark. Like, they do, And it's so weird because if you watch the movies, the movies got some, you know, got some grit to it, but not, like, too much because it's PG-13. But then you watch these – 
I would almost say like almost HBO status shows on Netflix that are just like, oh man, I want to see more of this kind of grit in the Marvel universe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Jessica Jones was phenomenal. I think they did a great job with her. Uh, it was funny because I'm watching it going like, who is this girl? She looks so familiar. And then I realized it was the girl from Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 123. Yeah. It's like, damn, okay, cool. So um, yeah, now, but... Last we or last episode we talked about a Stan Lee cameo. Yes. <laughs> there was no Stan Lee cameo. There was. Yes. It just but, wasn't him. It was the same one they used in Daredevil. Yeah, it was just a picture of a cop, and it was actually more hidden this time than anything else. But uh, yeah, let's talk about some of the uh, some of the Easter eggs they uh, pulled out yeah. or whatnot that were kind of cool. So, so, um, obviously, I already mentioned the whole Sweet Christmas line. Yes. Uh, the first one, and this is the big one, is the beginning of the series when uh, she basically throws a guy through her door. Yes. That's actually how the beginning of the Alias comic book that she first appeared in started off, was her throwing some guy through the door. Because he wasn't yeah. happy with her work because he basically revealed that her his wife was cheating on him, and he didn't like that. So what I thought was really funny is, uh, speaking of that Easter egg, but the, occur- the, the the humor with the door the entire like season. Oh, yeah. Now, I was trying to remember, Daredevil had the same thing. Now, was that with The Office or? It was with the uh, sign on the door or the That's plaque it. or so, something. Yeah. So now I'm kind of curious. Now I kind of sit there going like, okay, what are they going to do with Luke Cage? And what are they going to do with Iron Fist? Because I thought that was a pretty funny like joke how they kept doing that. So, but yeah, yeah, I remember uh, that with the door how that started off, which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, was another Easter egg that you found? Um, basically, when you first meet Luke Cage, he's wearing a yellow shirt, which is a lot like his comic book appearance. Yes. Unfortunately, no tiara. I know. I was kind of disappointed with that. Yeah. Uh, basically, we had mentioned Jerry Hogarth's uh, Iron Fist connection, who was the lawyer. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Going, going. Hellcat, basically Patsy Walker. Yes. Who basically in comic books, she first appeared in like Miss America magazine back in like 1940s. Mm. So she's been around for a while, but it wasn't really like a Marvel comic book. Ah. And then she finally sh- and she got her own series called Patsy and uh, Haiti, which still wasn't a really Marvel comic. Um, It, it was basically like a female uh, comic book at the time you know more catered to females because uh, you know people that you know back then they, they didn't think uh, guys would, or females would enjoy reading about superheroes so they created them their own comic book which was stupid yeah it really was but then in 1965 she was introduced into the Marvel Universe and Fantastic Four annual number three and it was explained that all of her previous comics were written by her mother giving her a Modicum of fame, and which has been tweaked in the Jessica Jones series, where basically her mother was an abusive and exploitive stage mom for Patricia's uh, popularity. Yes. Um, Patricia also had red hair in the beginning, which she actually does in the comic book. She has red hair. Which I thought that was funny how they made the joke about that a lot. Mm hmm. And then in 1975, she eventually joins the Avengers in Avengers number 144, which I actually have, her first appearance. Damn, look at you. You just made a million dollars. Yeah, I wish. It's it's pretty beat. 
So that's when she first appears as Hellcat. And Hellcat's actually one of my favorite heroes of all time. I actually have her action figure. Very Which cool, I yeah. I, I've shown you before. Yes, yes. Actually, so I'm curious now. Do you think they're going to bring Hellcat into the series now? Well, we got pretty close with having Hellcat in the series. Yes. With uh, her learning martial arts and then her taking the red pill. Well, that's what I'm just curious about because uh, I was curious, like, with uh, how they're like, the Punisher will be the next season of mm-hmm. uh, Daredevil and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool that we're able to give these other heroes, like, a, like not even, like, a second chance, but, like, the first – like, because you, know you know a Hellcat. We'll never get a Hellcat movie. Yeah. But there's a, there's an entire new media to put mm-hmm. Hellcat into, which I think is just phenomenal. So a lot of these characters we'll get to see in these upcoming, mm-hmm. like, episodes with stuff. Yeah. Uh, next – uh, Easter egg was Jewel, the alter yeah, ego almost, of Jessica Jones. Like I, I almost, I literally almost shit my pants. That was so funny. Yeah, um, when she showed her actual costume. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the Jewel costume. I'm like, it's the Jewel costume. I'm like, and then she's like, what will you call me? She's like Jewel, and I was just like, are you kidding me? Yes. Hmm. Uh, next one, Jessica refers to an alternate PI named Angela Del Toro, yes. which actually becomes the White Tiger in the comics. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Nuke was the another one. Will Simpsons. Yes. Who, in the comic books, he's actually a character named Nuke who actually has like a flag uh, painted on his face. Basically, from what I'm seeing, he's kind of a uh, – what I think is uh, the whole thing is actually a super soldier program type thing. That's what I was thinking of, too. Because with the whole red, white, and blue, I'm like, that's got to be a super soldier thing that's happening there. Yeah, to me, it, it seemed like what they were trying to do was, like, they can't really master the serum, but they're mm-hmm. able to do it in pill form, or it only lasts yeah. a certain amount. But, like, how they said, it was like, the red one does this, the blue one will calm you down, the white one will keep you level, like, all this yeah. kind of stuff. It's like, it's not, like, perfected, like you know, Captain yeah. America, where everything but, works perfectly, but, but we can it, do it with pills, yeah. Yeah. Which uh, should be interesting, because, like, uh, she can fly, sort of. Yeah, which I was wondering, like, like she keeps saying she's falling gracefully or jumping or whatnot, which I, I think it's just her still developing her powers. Mm-hmm. I think uh, when they do a season two, because I have a feeling they will do a season two. Oh, yeah, no. And then the final... A big Easter egg was the cameo from the Daredevil series, none other than the Night Nurse. Not Daredevil, but the Night Nurse. So I wonder if the Night Nurse is going to appear in all their... I can see her showing up in the Luke Cage series since she knows about Luke Cage. But uh, Iron Fist, I don't know yet. Now there's also another Easter egg. So uh, Kilgrave... Mm-hmm. who's also known as the Purple Man, is he wasn't purple, which he is in the comic book. Right, uh, he did I wear... Mean, a, it makes sense wear, you can't do it in this. Not necessarily, because I'm curious what might happen. But uh, So he did wear purple suits, but they did allude to purple after the at the end of the thing where they gave him a bunch of the injection. And yep. you can kind of see all the purple veins now. Mm-hmm. So, spoilers alert, so he died. <laughs> um... We already said spoilers, so I apologize if you're still listening. They're going like, "Yo, you're giving away too much." So, 
Now, the theory I have, do you think he's actually dead, or do you think he's going to be reborn? Oh, and... he's dead. He's dead. Well, this is the thing. Like, Do you think he's actual dead because it's Kilgrave, or he's actually going to come back and be the Purple Man? He... I think he's done, because he can make people do whatever, but he can't make someone see something that's not there. Hey, you never know. I mean... And he books. can't fake his death like that. I don't know. So... Yeah, but what just sucks is though it's like I really want I'm really ready for this Defenders movie, but we have to wait even longer now because Daredevil's getting a season two, mm-hmm. and then we got the Luke Cage, and then knowing our luck, we're gonna get a freaking Daredevil season three, and then we'll get Iron Fist, and then we'll probably get a Daredevil season four, and then the Defenders. What they need to do is they need to figure out their their thing. So if you give us basically if you give us Daredevil in April, let's mm-hmm. just say Daredevil is April. Mm-hmm. You give us Jessica Jones in November. So basically you have a couple months. So basically you got to give us something in between those two besides the Marvel movies. Right. Basically, yeah. Is... Go ahead. I was just gonna say basically what you need to do is basically you need to give us uh, winter. Spring, fall, and, and summer. Yes. Give us, give us, th- give us those shows in that kind of order. But they're only doing two a year, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping what they do is just they give us a Daredevil season two, which kind of maybe ties a little bit more into getting ready for the uh, Defenders. And then they do Luke Cage, Iron Fist, then Defenders, because they already said they're not going to do a Jessica Jones two until after the Defenders. So, but, well, that's why, what, what they're probably going to do, because you'll have a Daredevil, and they're probably going to tie in stuff with Jessica Jones about, oh, did you hear about that woman who got off scot-free after murdering somebody, like, you know, something like that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, stuff. So I'm sure they're going to, I mean, they already tied things in with the Night Nurse, so mm-hmm. hopefully they'll do stuff. Actually, a really funny, or not really funny episode, but I, I thought it was a great episode with the the people who hired Jessica Jones to try to kill her. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. love how they were all like, oh, I had family that died. And she's like, yeah, join the fucking club. Like, everybody had people who died. So that. It's like, you really have a problem with us? Take it up with the big green guy. <laughs> that was one thing I didn't like was the fact they don't actually mention, like, you know, the Hulk or anything like that. They don't actually mention them by name. They go, the green big guy or the alien invasion or something like that. They don't actually call things well, by their actual I think what they're trying to do is, uh, and it's not so much as, because I, 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 I wouldn't say it has anything to do with copyright infringement or whatnot, but I think they're trying to make it its own thing but still be tied into the universe. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, yeah, this stuff happened and these things are bigger than us right now, but we still are kind of building you know, our own kind of mini universe here that ties into this universe. So, but you never know. I mean, heck, if you do a civil war movie and you have, you know, after a civil war, you have another movie where caps on trial, you got to bring in Matt Murdock. I think that would be a fantastic pull to do. Yeah. But we don't know. I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know if it's really copyright infringement or, or things just cost way too much money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm going to ask you this, and this is a big question. Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones or Daredevil, which one did you like more? Ooh, this is a yeah. tough one. Uh, now, I'm going to stop right there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop right there. You had to think about it. That means both were equally good. Yes. So I'm going to leave it with that, saying that they are both equally good in their own right, 
and the fact that they are both really freaking good shows that we shouldn't have to decide which one's better, just knowing that both are amazing. That is true. Yeah, honestly, I can't sit there and go what I yeah. liked about one over the other, really. I, I, the only thing that I say that with was with Daredevil, it kind of – it's so weird. So you have, like, Jessica Jones with superhuman strength and all this kind of stuff, but you have Daredevil who kind of only has, like, like senses mm-hmm. that, are, that are heightened. But I would say he kicked a lot more ass than more people. Well. Daredevil was definitely more of a superhero series than Jessica Jones. But this is how I put it, though. Jessica Jones was just doing her job and shit just kind of followed her. Mm -hmm. Daredevil actually went out every night looking for this trouble. Exactly. That's where I I kind of put the divide. It was like she was just doing her PI work and then shit would hit the fan. And she's like, well, I got superpowers. I'm going to kick your ass. Daredevil, on the other hand, is like, I'm a lawyer, and I'm going to go fight the bad guys at night. So that's why I kind of, like, gave it where, like, it was due him all, like, he went out looking for trouble. It wasn't like he was a lawyer walking down the street and then got into knife fights, like, every day. And he'd be like, man, I should really go a different route to work. This is ridiculous, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, I would say equally good. I really can't pick one over the other. I thought all the actors they picked for everybody in both those series were phenomenal, perfect. Um, I'm really gearing up for Daredevil 2 season 2 just because I want to see The Punisher. Mm-hmm. I want to see Electra. Oh, shit. That's, see? There you go. So it's just like, I don't know. It's like, I would just, look, oh. you have Netflix? Watch them both. Like, what? Is, the holiday season's coming upon us. Shows are going off the edge. If you still have not seen Daredevil by now, what is wrong with you? Where is that? I got something from the comic book show I wanted to show you. But yeah, so highly recommend it. Um... Jessica Jones is phenomenal. Uh, it's on Netflix right now, so check it out. Um, I don't know what else to say, man. It was just like, she's hot, too. I totally hit that. <laughs> totally hit that. All right. Speaking of all that, that's not the one I was looking for. I was at the comic book convention. I picked up a few books. Ooh. Oh, my. For myself, not comic care. First one, I meant to show this to you earlier, but you reminded me. Death of Electra. Ooh. Nice. And then Teen Titans number one. Ooh. I mean, it's not the actual first appearance of Teen Titans. It's the reborn issue. Yeah. With, like, Raven and Beast Boy and Cyborg on the team. So, yeah. I just had to show you that because I got the Death of Electra issue. Ooh, that's going to be good because... We're probably going to have the death of Electra coming up. Yeah. But right now, first Punisher and first uh, Electra are going for crazy money right now. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So, But it will be kind of interesting to see where uh, the Marvel TV universe has gone. And it's kind of sad because it's like Agents of C- S.H.I.E.L.D. is building like the movie universe with stuff. But then you kind of were like yeah, – They're not really actually. They're – they're just doing the whole Inhumans thing. Is that the only thing that they're building up? I mean, they distance themselves from the movie universe as much as they can. I mean, they. No, put it this way. So, if you were to take, let's say, Ages of Shield, mm-hmm. let's take that and move it to Netflix. Being able to do what Daredevil and uh, Jessica Jones is able to do with a little bit of grittiness, more to it, more you know, adult orientated and stuff like that. Do you think the show would be a lot better than it is now? Oh hell yes! 
So you hear that? Disney, ABC, get rid of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But Disney, just move every Marvel product to your Netflix. All right? Yeah. But um, I was going to say the... Uh, oh, I was going to say this earlier with the whole Captain America death thing. Mm-hmm. Watch right after Civil War. It's going to be the f- season finale of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's just Coulson crying the entire time. <laughs> Look at my collectibles. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just the entire episode is just Coulson just crying because Captain America is dead. Mm. Coulson, we got... Inhumans to do with Cap is dead. <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that wraps up to this uh, show. Um, like I said, webpage is coming soon. Kyle and I are going to collaborate and try to build that from the ground up. Guess what, Kyle and I are putting together. You guys think it's a website? Kyle and I are building our own Avengers team. We're building a relationship. Oh, I get a little awkward, a little fast. Oh, baby. Ooh, oh, my. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so um, that's all I got. Uh, just, yeah, so check out Jessica Jones if you haven't seen that. Uh, don't forget to uh, go to our Twitter account at longboxcast.com or at just longboxcast, no.com. That's the website. Uh, you can go to that too. You also check out the uh, Facebook page at Facebook backslash uh, longboxcast as well. Give us a like. And, um, yeah, so I think that's gonna, that's all I got. Uh, Kyle, you have anything to add? No. Okay. Well, Kyle, uh, <laughs> oh, also don't forget to use the new hashtag I've been using with certain stuff is hashtag we have issues. We um, really do. We really do. I kind of like that one. So, uh, Kyle, so take us away with those lovely words that lets everybody know, hey, the podcast is done and now I'm back at work. Um, long box cast too many issues for a short box bye bye peace Hey, Steve. What? Who would win in a fight, Daredevil or Batman? Uh, funny, because you would think that Batman would be blind as a bat, but he's not. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, you know what I'm more... I would... Oh, that is hard to say. Well, on the bright side, if Daredevil did lose to Batman, at least he didn't see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's even Good more bizarre? <laughs> Actually, I just want to touch upon this. What's even more bizarre team up is the Ninja Turtle Batman comic, or the Riddler and uh, um, Penguin roommate situation going on. 
First off, Kyle, you and I are going to go to uh, Warner Brothers, and we're going to pitch this idea for the sitcom of the Riddler <laughs> yeah. and the Penguin. And occasionally have other villains come in for, like, the weekend or something like that. But what they're saying, they're like, well, you can't call it Riddler or Penguin. I'm like, I know, we got it. It's called Black and Green. <laughs> or, just, or just make it the new odd couple. Yeah. You can just have the penguin do that part. Yeah. <laughs> it's all like, what doesn't have what what is empty in the refrigerator? If you're oh. gonna say milk again, oh. I know it's milk. <laughs> and then the roommates could be Jim Carrey and uh, uh Tommy Lee Jones? No, no uh, uh Danny uh, DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito. I would watch that. I would definitely watch that. <laughs> oh, Dan, and you do all the cameos from the Joel Schumacher, Tim Burton mock-up. Oh, you could just do, like, all the... Like, everyone that lives in the building was either a Riddler or a Penguin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think those ones are alive, though, from the... No. Well, um, can't you get the uh, one dude, uh, uh, Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> well, he was technically... Uh, Penguin's dad. Well, even still, I, just anyone. just associate, Okay, fine. We'll just get, like, anyone who's ever been, like, a villain. And every weekend, they always just have a thing going on between them. Oh, that would be great. And every time they run into their neighbor, like, something happens where, like, a wall gets busted in the neighbor's thing. And it's Adam West. And he's always, <laughs> just, and he's always all like, one of these days, I'm going to move. <laughs> <sighs> Good night, folks. Good night. This has been another great presentation by the 4 Radio Network. You can find more information at 4